Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast. The podcast about rugby doesn't take itself or the game too seriously. This week's podcast is going to be more liony than the film Born Free. And as always, I am joined by Phil in studio. Hello, Phil. Hello, JB. And all the way in the Egg Chasers shipping container by, of course, Tim. Hello, Tim. Have you faded down, Tim? Hello, Tim. I'm here, hello. Hooray, Tim. Yes, I have actually faded down, down Tim. <laughs> there, there we go. Uh, you can find us on Acast, on Twitter, at Rugby Podcast, to follow us on Facebook, and of course there is the brand new Instagram account, which I still don't have access to, but it's very good fun, so go and follow us there. Probably for the best that you don't have access to it. Almost certainly. <laughs> and it's not even a meme hell, there's actually good good things on there. It's great, some brilliant pictures. Yeah. Well done, Tim, well done you. So, so like, Instagram to you is uh, potentially meme hell, like Twitter is potentially giphy hell. Oh, yeah. Hang on, aren't gifs and memes the same thing? Uh, Pretty much. A gif can be a meme, but a meme is not necessarily a gif. Right. Kids. (laughs) (laughs) I like looking at uh, ladies that do CrossFit on on, on Instagram. That's pretty much what it's for, isn't it? (laughs) No comment. Excellent. No no, no comment on players' girlfriends. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, Right, so we've had a game this morning. Did anyone watch it? Yeah. I, I, I watched the end of the second half live because I saw it was getting tasty and then since I've been home from work I've rewatched the whole thing and what was the overall feel Tim you watched it live what were your kind of big takeaways uh, deflated feeling afterwards felt like we'd gone two steps forward and one and a half steps back yeah uh, there's so the biggest issue and which cost the Lions the game penalties handling errors Yes, and yes. Yes, 100%. Loads of penalties. The handling errors were atrocious. Yeah, and considering they're playing inside in dry, wind-free conditions, yeah, there should have been, well, certainly nowhere near the number of handling errors that there were. Right. So, here's where I stand on this. We've been very quick, and kind of rightly so, actually, to mock the coaching of Rob Howley. Uh, he mentioned chaos uh, in a time when it's terrible to mention chaos. Um, <laughs> Everyone who mentions chaos, it comes back to bite them in their ass. Oh, God, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm actually, I'm feeling a bit sorry for him. 
if the players can't catch a ball, how can he coach? <laughs> I mean, that's a serious, it's a serious issue. Chick- chicken and egg, I can't help but feel. These are the best players in the Northern Hemisphere, and their skill level has been abysmal so far. Uh, there's there's yeah. definitely a bit of that, and you've, there's so many passes that uh, just you wouldn't see New Zealanders putting the ball and making the player you're passing to have to stop and check their run. Do you know what? Yeah, so I'm, often. I'm going to disagree with you, because that's exactly what we're seeing. It's like it's contagious. <laughs> I mean, the, the Crusaders were awful for doing that. I mean, their error count was just as high as the Lions today. Uh, even the Blues were a bit scrappy. The Blues were scrappy. Highlanders were... He felt like a mixed bag. They did some brilliant things. Yeah. And, and the more I can talk about Waisaki Naholo, the better. Oh, He's yeah. quite good, isn't he? Yeah. Yes, which is very worrying considering he's maybe third choice wing for the All Blacks. Hmm. Yeah, it is well, a bit worrying. I noticed, one thing I noticed today that I think JB will love. So uh, the crowd, the Highlanders crowd in Dunedin was singing to the, to the Seven Nation Army tune. Oh, why Sakina Holo? Why Sakina Holo? The British and Irish Lions, one pocket of them, from what I could tell, the reaction that they did was to sing, Oh, Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> <laughs> Politics and rugby. Let's not let's not mix those. Yeah. Uh, as as for the action on the field, uh, yes, penalties, handling errors. Where Saki Naholo was was outstanding. Marty Banks was pretty tidy as well. Was yes. he? I thought he was okay in phases. He missed a kick. Um, he he was good. I I thought he played well, uh, particularly coming on and playing out of position. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, here is my stance on this. So we've always spoke about the handling errors. And we've always said you can't coach a team attacking rugby if they can't catch a ball. Which is fair. I mean, like, for instance, the Sinclair break and then the subsequent pass after that was an absolute shambles. Well, and that has not been the only one. There's yeah. been multiple examples on this tour of people making good breaks and then not finishing it off. So that's a bit of a, bit of a disaster. But I noticed today there were a lot of offloads. And a lot of this quote-unquote chaos. Now, I'm not sure if I'm reading too much into it or what. I'm actually relatively encouraged because I think it's quite a smart strategy, actually. I mean, yes, the players are dropping balls, but I can kind of see where it's going. You can't put in a really complex game plan, so why not give it a go? Now, the disappointing thing for me, by far the most disappointing thing, was the scrum and the impact of, of, of the bench, and in particular the performance of Dan Cole. Dan Cole got destroyed in one scrum. He got picked Hammered. up. It's like someone was picking up a a nineteen stone baby. Yeah, it's exactly, e- exactly like that. Exactly in fact. like that. Um, it was really, really poor. And you expect from a Lions bench to come off and do a job, and they did no such thing. Uh, yeah. yeah. So the the players who were disappointing. So Laidlaw came on. Yep. Everything immediately slowed down and yep. decision-making wasn't as good. Dan Cole, you've already mentioned. Uh, and Alan Wynne-Jones. I oh, thought, I thought certainly compared to Laws, who was brilliant. For Laws the first, was awesome. For the first 25 minutes. Um, Alan Wynne-Jones was a big step backwards. It felt you're taking the ball static. Uh, you got held up at one point. How, how do you hold up a 19-stone man? Yeah, I saw that. And what's worse, the, the man who joined him was Dan Cole. And instead of driving Alan Wynne-Jones to the ground, he just kind of spun round in a circle. The thing is, though, I mean, not to make excuses for Alan Wynne, but 
it's hell of an ask to play that Saturday game and then play a game yeah. on Tuesday. I mean, you're right. It's huge. But he's on the field. Do a job. Don't, yeah. Don't cry about it. It's Lions tour. Um, so let's break this down into good and bad, right? So the good thing, the Lions have definitely got the best three uh, fly halves. I'm convinced on that. I'm convinced that their selection is 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 right. Wait, the best three half fly halves in New Zealand, or the best three available to them? Available to them. Okay. I, I'm not I, sure that was ever ever in doubt. Well, what? Finn Russell might have something to say about that. There's George yeah, Ford. Me. I mean, England have got four fly halves uh, at any one time. To be fair, uh, Finn Russell and George Ford both had outstanding games at the weekend. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, the competition at nine is red hot. I mean, try and pick one of those two. Yeah, for one and two, it's red hot. Yeah. Uh, uh, Locks, uh, it's like the fact that Courtney Laws, if he had stayed fit, probably even if he'd have carried on playing 80 minutes at the at the quality that he was playing still wouldn't make a test squad what that says everything about the fact that how how strong that area of the do game you really is. mean that yeah totally i don't think he's i don't think he was in line for the test squad i, I think he, i think he played his way into how, it that says how good everyone else is you're right it, uh going into the tour he was probably fourth choice i uh, don't know about that you but, know but that performance that again it was 25 minutes temperate but it was a hell of a 25 minutes he was incredible um, yeah I'm probably going to be unavailable now but I think I look at that team today that, that lost and I they have the look of and the same with the game last week against the Auckland Blues as, as the look of midweek dirt trackers that aren't no. Aren't going to during the squad. I don't think so I think that's disagree. Around, any, anybody in that team you think will make the test squad Payne. starting today. Uh, starting, or, okay, I think Payne might start. I think his positional awareness is brilliant. And if that line speed is a real a real factor and a real feature of the Lions defence, you're going to need someone who smartly covers that uh, that little crossfield kick. And no, Payne I'm, does that brilliantly. He's, he's, a, he's a good player and a good utility man and could sneak on the bench. No, no, he won't. No hear me now, believe, he, right, right, hear me now, no, believe me later. He will not make the test squad. So, Even on the bench, so no chance. I, I would agree with you until Stuart Hogg got injured. And it now comes down to almost a binary choice. Do you go for s- strong and stable, for want, Stop it. For want of a better better phrase? <laughs> do, you, do you go for defensive, in which case you go for Jared Payne? Or do you go for attackive, in which case you go for Liam Williams or Anthony Watson? Do you, and, know, what, do you know what I think Warren Gatler's going to do? He's going to go. He's going to go out of form... Lee Halfpenny. I th- I think that's probably right. In order to be honest, I would be so upset if that happened. <laughs> I, see, I know you like to bash Halfpenny, but I'm just I'm convinced you've just not watched him. So, I I think Payne and Halfpenny are the two most likely to play fullback. The reason being is because, as I all go back to, that line speed is going to be so important. Yeah. With the line speed being so important, the obvious solution for the for the All Blacks is going to be to kick behind. You need someone whose positioning is excellent. And I think, actually, it's going to be a, a coin flip between Halfpenny and Payne for that reason. And I think Payne will get it. I really do. So, I think you're probably right. I think they will go for a more defensive option, and it will end up being Payne or Halfpenny. Yeah. I think Gatlin's... Yeah, Halfpenny with Watson on the bench. It's probably, yeah, Gatlin is more likely to go for... Um, half penny, but I, well, who would Farrell go for? I mean, because that's what you need to look at. And who would? What you really need to look at? Because Bowden Barrett is so good at that uh, crossfield kick pass. 
who would Bowden Barrett least like to be defending there? Mm. And possibly Halfpenny. Yeah, you know what? exactly. This, this, it, it's right. not easy. If, uh, if you try and if we tr- if the Lions, I say we, if the Lions try <laughs> and pick players to cancel out all black elements, it's it's not how you're going to win. Uh, uh, no, I think they, I think it is because they're not cancelling out things; they're facilitating this defence. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, I said happy. it. I said it on Sunday. I, I'm. I'm in such a negative mindset. I've predicted three nil prior to the, the tournament. I still think it's going to be three nil. I think the best chance that the Lions have is to play the defensive press that they played against the Crusaders and execute it near perfectly. Yeah, that is the only way I can see Weirdly, the Lions winning. I am getting more and more confident as time goes by. I'm seeing. I mean. The game today was lost, right? But it could easily have been won. Uh, they just needed to catch a few more balls. And that they will... Were, and that they will were come. nine points up with 20 to go. What it, are they doing losing that game? Exactly. So it is winnable. It is winnable. So <laughs> the the other thing I would say as well is if you're looking for players that might start, I think it's going to be a, a, another coin flip between Jonathan Joseph and JD2. I'm with you on that one. So I'm far from thinking that this is just dirt, dirt, dirt trackers. I think there's some real contenders here. So outside of Jared Payne, me and Phil are pretty much writing off. Um, or Jonathan Joseph, who I agree has put his hand up a little bit. And Reese Webb, who will be on the bench, I imagine. I don't, under, I don't see anything else to... So we've got three maybes. Warburton? See, I, don't, I, 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 again, I think Laws has got a, a huge shout, a huge, huge shout to get in. And, and Sam, as a single, got a huge shout to get in five tackles, four carries in that match. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, he did actually have a quiet game. But the thing is, no one ever counts the amount of rucks that you hit or the amount of ball that you slow down. I mean, people just that, don't. That's these actually, stats just that's aren't available. One feature. That's one feature of the Lions game which I've been a bit disappointed by. You talked about uh, offloads not not really working and stuff. There doesn't seem to be enough people following people through when they do make a half break I, you see quite I, a lot of guys get in isolated I'm, I'm with you on that Tim I just your point before Jay I thought the Lions offloading game was limited and it was there were there were guys looking for the offload yeah but the support wasn't there yeah there's like a, a passage in the second half right towards the end where they had a lot of offloads but it kind of didn't for no particular reason that I could see so and not wanting to get not wanting to get too tactical but one thing I noticed was George North has had a very quiet game in what he's played. Jack Knoll was very quiet today yeah. in the game he played. He was. And those what wingers who need and are at their best when they come in looking for work, Jack Knoll didn't do anything of that, which makes me think that that's tactical. They just want the wingers to keep the width. Hmm. And, and, uh, and I don't know, I just wonder if they're they're trying to hold this position on the field and not get out of, I don't know. That's that, what that, loosen up a bit. That is a very uh, Welsh way of playing. As in, wingers hold the width, play all the way one way to Ooh, one touchline, come yeah. all the way back, hit, hit the winger, come all the way back to the other touchline, hit the winger, and hopefully somewhere in between the two touchlines you've found your break. Uh, so yeah, I I I think you're probably right, Tim. I think that's a deliberate tactic, and that's probably one of the limitations of Rob Howley. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what. One thing Warren Gatlin has said is that the team that plays the New Zealand Maori will probably be. As uh, near as damn it, a test team. So let's effectively pick our team. It hasn't been announced at the time of recording this. Let's just go quickly, one to fifteen. Pick our team that we think will start against the Maori, and therefore 
is effectively what we're predicting at this stage, having seen people at this stage who will be the test side. So Furlon, Mako and the Sheriff. Uh, Jamie George. George. Oh, sorry, Jamie George, yeah. I know, I'll go with Jamie George. Yeah, we're all agreed there with Ken Owens on the bench, uh, Jack McGrath and Carl Sinclair. Yes. 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 Good bench impact there. Second row. Crew Todgy. I think you're right. I think we might have seen Cruis and Alan Wynn, but particularly given that Alan Wynn's just played 60 minutes on the back of a Saturday game as well, I think we'll see Cruis and Itodji. Yeah. Well, hang on. Are we picking a test side or a side? The, the side for the Maoris. Yeah, I agree with that. It has to be. Back row. There's no way be Crusaders for me. Armani, O'Brien, Falatau. Yeah, there's no way you can start Warburton again. You'll put him on the bench, surely. Well, he, even if I just well, yeah, you couldn't start him even if Warburton played out of his skin because he's just played. But he didn't play out of his skin. No. He's not going to start. Well, he shouldn't start the test, in my opinion. Uh, I agree. Yep. Yeah, fine. Uh, if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And it's probably C.J. Stander on the bench. I did think CJ had yeah, a good game today. You know, CJ had a pretty poor game, but Warburton, as I think we talked about this in the past when Wales were, when we were talking about Warburton maybe not being in the Welsh starting lineup, and I think Jay made the point. He said Warburton's not the sort of guy that makes sense having on the bench. No, no, he's really not. I just agree. Have, we've got Stander, we've got Falatel. Who is the other eight? Is there another Tip, eight in there? Moriarty. Tipperick ah. might be a pro play up on the bench. Yeah, Moriarty. He's going to be considered in some in some form, isn't he? He's only had one game. Well, yeah, it's a bit weird that he wasn't considered for this game, in fact. Yeah, watch out for that one. There's obviously well, something What are they thinking there? I, mm-hmm. he, he is abrasive, destructive runner, very good work rate. Big hitter. He might have, Do you know he, who he is? He reminds me of um, the All Black Six, what's his name? The, the K- Kano. Yeah. yeah, 
He's like the white Jerome Kane. <laughs> Slightly more South Walian. Yes, yeah, South Walian tattoo. Worse tattoos. <laughs> Similar number, but just less yeah. artistic. Yeah, less tribal. Yeah. Unless your tribe's, you know, some South Walian mining village or something. Um, yeah, so he's going to have to have a shout or have to be involved somewhere. Yeah, he will do. And Tipperick feels like he's been underutilised. Hmm, yes, this is interesting. So it's going to be Murray... Farrell tail. I think I think it probably will. Although there's one thing that's there's just something that's making me wonder whether Warren Gatland has been playing the long con and is going to come out after having made all this big play about oh no they're both ten. Reese Priestland. Farrell's a ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's going to call up Reese Priestland and get him in. Uh, having made all this chat about the the Farrell and Sexton both being tens, I just wonder if he's playing a long con and he's just going to he's going to whip that out of the last minute. And we- they've been because pro- when they did play together at, for that short period of time in that what was that was that the Crusaders game we they, we, uh, we they, saw it they, they looked good together which made me think they have been practicing this we we saw it in both the Crusaders and the provincial Barbarians game see I think it's kind of like a needs must they put him on the bench and then things happen and then you know you got it's kind of like the option you don't want to use but it's the easy option <laughs> yeah because otherwise you'd be putting a winger. Yeah. And then moving someone inside. Yeah, it's like going back to imagine, a net- though, Could it, you imagine it, Gatland have it just playing a trick like that? Yes. Yes. It, the, the, yeah. the like yeah. the Farrell Sexton thing, it's yeah, it's, it, it's an easy choice, but it's wrong. It's like going back to an ex's house some like some, some years afterwards. <laughs> it's easy, but you know it's wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so what you're saying is Johnny Sexton is a late night booty call for Warren Gatland. No, Farrell is. Farrell's a booty call, I'd say. It's the combo. It's, yeah. It's playing them together. It's see, 90% of the time it seems like a terrible idea, but then all of a sudden it seems like a great idea. Exactly. <laughs> That, that, that is a thought that is how professional <laughs> rugby players are selected and I'll tell you why it is it's because I think comfortably the best duo we've seen so far in terms of partnership are JD2 and Tio together they're so powerful yeah they are powerful defensively good the one thing they do lack is that distribution yeah but if the if you're gonna if you go back to my binary uh playing attack or defense if you play in a defensive situation they're brilliant yeah if, if it's that uh negative game plan yeah and also does that kind of change the playmaker so if you have those two big runners does that mean you want sexton because he's a little bit more of a playmaker than say farrell is oh, farrell's playing farrell's farrell and furlong are the two first names on the sheet they're the easiest selections to make yeah and Fal- i think you're the right back. furlong falatau you probably yeah yeah um easy um, selections yes i, th- I yes. think you are right and what what is disappointing now we know hogs out you've probably got two who previously w- would have been those first names on the team sheet or certainly first five in hog and billy vonapola mm. so do you know what the back three i think it's going to be pain the wings is basically a toss-up i don't have anyone who's been outstanding so far uh, probably Liam Williams and Watson. It's not probably, great. but it's not great though, is I, it? I'd like it to be. I think it will be North and Williams, and I'm hoping Watson at fullback. I, I'm going back to what you were saying, Phil. I think you're probably right. I, I'm I'm ex- I'm expecting to see Halfpenny. I'm expecting to see North. I'm expecting to see JD too. I'm um, and I I hope that I don't. 
because I, I would like them to go for the Jaffers. The problem is, yes, maybe it is the, the Lions' best chance of winning to do this kind of um, uh, boa constrictor, pile the pressure on. But the second, and all the All Blacks can score like that, the second they do, game plan's over and your chance of winning is gone. Mm, well, it didn't happen that, that way for Ireland. Ireland did build up a lead and held on. Yeah, uh, I I don't know. I think I think that's I I think the the only way forward is to work hard and get their basics right on defence and kick chase and set piece. And you know the attack will come eventually. I mean these guys aren't superhuman. They're very very good. But I I think power getting over the game line. It's just basics. That's what will beat them. Really good basics by excellent players. Hopefully the basics w- that will get added to is basic handling skills. Oh, they should just do catching and passing. Uh, <laughs> do you remember Tony? Uh, Tony, do you remember Toby Booth when he went when he took London Irish to a final? Uh, yes, we- Brendan Venter era. Yeah, was it oh, Brendan Venter no, era? I don't it was think like it was. Case, Casey and Kennedy and and that. Yeah. Lot. Now I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying that um, that. Toby Booth made them all dive into like paddling pool to get nice to get nice and wet for the handling session to get used to the rain and the wetness. I kind of think this is what the sort of thing that the Lions should be doing because the amount of drop balls is just unusual for such good players. Uh, it is unusual. You, you're they, right. They were under a roof today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, were they? Yeah. yeah, they were still, and they were still dropping balls. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! And I, I'm trying to make excuses for them. <laughs> no, they really no excuses in this one. Uh, wind? <laughs> nope. Oh, closed stadium. Right. No wind. No wet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Well, that's my theory gone. So anyway, well, that's kind of between us. We've sort of got some consensus, some areas of disagreement on what our team will be. Um, Tell us what you think, and we'll see soon enough what Warren Gatlin thinks, which is, I guess, is the most important one. Yeah, there's a very good chance that by the time you've listened to this, Gatlin's team will have already been announced. We could look really, some or but all of us could look really silly. I can't see it. I can't see it. Because we've we predicted based on who he knows played games, who he knows available, and the fact that Gatland has previously stated that he wants to play a near test team. Yeah, the the two wild cards: Tipperick, Moriarty. Uh, another wild card is he did put Elliot Daly in at fullback. Yeah, not a huge fan. I, I I think Daly. I I said it on on Sunday. I think we could see a six-two split on the bench. Um, and Daly would be your man to cover. Yeah, you'd have Reese Webb and Elliot Daly, but you can only really play that if you play Farrell on as well. Farrell and Sexton in the same starting lineup. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, uh, it does the, give the, you, it gives you that flexibility to play the calls, six forwards on the bench, which will be massive. I mean, the, people calling for Daly to play at fullback. He's definitely good enough to play club fullback but I think he needs to be there week in week out in order to be a top notch international fullback and I think well, he, see, I think, he seems to be not considering Liam Williams as a fullback on this tour despite a hog I, I, I'm starting to I'm think starting this to, might be funny. due to uh, Andy Farrell rather than uh, rather than Gatlin though okay I mean, I'm, I'm sorry I'm going to say it a third time. I just think it's, I think it's just due to defensive systems. I could be completely wrong, but that's what I think. So I read in, so on Saturday when uh, Hogg got injured, he, he moved Watson there rather than Williams. I think that was just more because 
he wanted uh, to see Williams play as a winger outside JD2, Owen Farrell uh, and Pete Teo. Uh, more because that is the majority of the back line so you keep Williams in position and Watson moves to 15 mm. uh, now we know that Hogs out it is a different scenario uh, one funny tweet I saw earlier was the suggestion uh, calling Connor Murray the Murrinator. He's and suggesting he's been sent back in time to terminate the last two Scottish Lions. He's done with- <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Who, get more. Who, who was the other Scottish Lion that he terminated? Oh, no, no, he's just got Seymour to take out now. Ah, brilliant. Yep. Yeah. Um, did you see... Did you see the gift giving at the start of the test match? Yeah. Yes. The, hang on. Was this, was this a spear? Or was that the end? A claymore. A claymore. The spear what, was a mine? the man of match at the end. It was a claymore sword. <laughs> oh, right. Not as a, not as a landmine. <laughs> a cer- ceremonial landmine. Controversial. Bury it in your back garden. Tell the kids. You have to put, like, stakes around it and, uh, you know, like danger tape. What's that? My ceremonial claymore. <laughs> Um, no, no dogs, please, no dogs. <laughs> there was no hat today, B. It was a fella in a kilt who walked out with a with a four foot sword and handed it to Sam Warburton. It looked like, looked like oh, what do I do with this sword? Yeah, the guy walked out. So I think it was the forwards coach for the Highlanders. He walked out with his son or some young lad. The captain took it. So they walked out to the centre circle. Captain took it, handed it to Warburton. Warburton. Look, looked at it and then had to walk all the way back to the edge of the pitch <laughs> to hand it to someone else so thanks a few years ago I was roped in because I had an ankle injury I think I was roped into referee a game it must be about three four years ago now and it was only like, a friendly a touring team and pre-game they offered me some whiskey and then as they came out they came out to bagpipes and they carried a sword all the way out to the, to the fourth team pitch <laughs> wow yeah cool eh and yes, the whiskey's definitely cool. Uh, and I seem to remember a certain Tim Cocker running around a sevens pitch with a sword once. With a sword? Yeah. Was this... Wow. Oh, yes, when the Chalton Knights, the when Ch- they had our... Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the short-lived sevens team, and not very successful sevens team, <laughs> the Chalton Knights. Huzzah! <laughs> <laughs> oh. When you were playing. Huh? When Phil was actually playing rugby. Yeah, when he cost us that game. It... <laughs> when I... Carried the whole team well, you couldn't finish, through half a tournament. Couldn't finish that try, could you, mate? So <laughs> I would have finished it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, where were we? Actual real rugby, real life professional rugby. Um, yeah, well, let's just see how this team pans out then. Indeed. Is there anything else anyone wants to talk about? Uh, there's other stuff that's, that has been uh, news that's been breaking, but we should probably say for Sunday, like Carl Ferns saying he's definitely staying. At, uh, he's definitely not going to Gloucester. And Ruin Pinar being confirmed, he's going to Montpellier on a three-year deal. So there's, there's other stuff. And the under-20s World Cup, actually, I need to check that. When's the England game? Is that today? Could oh, well England, be. Oh, they beat South Africa to reach the final, England under-20s. So George have been playing Argentina. I don't know when that when that was held. I know, who else is playing? All Blacks France? England, oh, there you go. England beat South Africa 24-22. to 22. Zach Mercer got a brace of tries. I bet he uh, kills bet it at age grade. It at age. Yeah, I bet he's amazing. Bet he's amazing. He yeah. is. He's captain in the side, and he he's pretty handy. Pretty pretty good. <laughs> so um, yeah. So uh, no, other than that, you sound like you had something uh, on your mind, though, Phil. You were about to say. No, it's just those two um, two uh, transfer 
the the news that has been confirmed today was the news that we've been talking about for just a little while. Well, I know. Let's leave it at this. And uh, listeners can join in too. On Sunday, I want you and you, Tim, to come up with your best eight, nine, eight, ten axis in world, in world rugby and see if you can beat Pinor Pickamol's Cruden. If anyone can do that, I'd, I'd be uh, interested to know. They've got to be playing in the same team. They've got to be playing in the same team, 8 9, 10. Yeah. Or, or any time. Uh, yeah, so playing in a club team at any time. Yeah. The the Saracens' current Billy Wigglesworth-Farrell has got to push them close. Would you pick Wigglesworth over Pienaar? No, I'd pick Pienaar over Wigglesworth, but I'd probably pick... Pick them all, Pienaar... Cruden is pretty tasty, isn't it? It is. I'd probably have. I'd probably slot B- Pinar into the Saracens eight and ten. Well, that isn't the game, is it, Phil? <laughs> so what I'm saying is, I'd have the Saracens over the Montpellier. Mm. All right. So uh, club or province or whatever, eight, nine, ten, past or present, best one. Think of. Yes. Exactly right. Right. That's at Rugby Podcast. Shall we leave it there, gents? Yeah, good shout. Excellent. See you uh, tomorrow or Saturday or Sunday? Or all of them? All of them. Or uh, I think we should do a... Because this is a a big game. Even if it's just a quick takeaway, I think Thursday um, night we should reconvene and do a brief one. Not when... when, uh, On Wednesday when the teams are out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the evening that the teams are out, we will get together and do another 20, 30 minutes. Actually... We'll talk about this off air. All right, and um, <laughs> at Rugby Podcast, at Acast, on Instagram, on on uh, on Facebook, and of course, go to Cornerstone, si- uh, sign up using uh, eggchase oh, forward slash forward Cornerstone. Hold on. Go on. Hold on. Do not throw that away at the side, right? It, seriously, uh, we, we're getting new listeners all the time, and so I'm just worried that people might not understand how amazing Cornerstone is if we just gloss over it like that. Fair it's enough. the best fair. razor on the market. I have it's, one. I have one. Yeah, it's our favourite razor on the market. For me, it's way better than Wilkinson Sword. For me, it's way better than Gillette. And for me, if you're using one of those two brands, I would argue you are using a inferior product and you need to get your head checked. And the good news is it's only four quid to give this a go. So we're talking less than the price of a pint. So you just four quid, and that's because you get a £10 discount on your first order with us. So go to cornerstone.co.uk slash egg chasers uh, and you will get a presentation box delivered to you with your six razors with a free aluminium engraved shaft German precision engineered razor. Best one I believe you can get. Cornerstone.co.uk slash egg chasers or egg 10 at checkouts. Nice. Excellent. Right. Goodbye. Later. (laughs) Bye, Tim. In a bit. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.